Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 94. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kermansville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast where we try to address issues and other topics that you're thinking about and wrestling with, but you wouldn't necessarily find an answer in the morning message or in Sunday school, or in a Bible study. So we try to answer those questions here on the podcast. At this point with the Finding Clarity podcast, we're trying to answer a series of questions that has to do with something that a lot of folks are facing right now, and it seems to be a spiritual atmosphere that's taking place in our church as well as in other churches around the country. And it's really an atmosphere of spiritual apathy. So we're trying to address the whole issue of how do we get our focus back where it needs to be. So we're going to talk about that today. So before I present the question to you, I kind of need to set the situation up for you. Because maybe you're listening and you're in that situation of spiritual apathy. You don't have a desire for the Lord anymore, or the desire that you once has has so greatly diminished, you've got some questions you want to ask. So before we look at the first question, I want to address a couple of things here. I want to look at this whole issue of you and I being at a loss. You you say, what do you mean at a loss? Well, the realization of the problem does not necessarily present a course of action. So simply because you and I realize that right now we're dealing with spiritual apathy in our lives and in our church doesn't necessarily mean that we know what we need to do. We don't necessarily have a course of action to take that's very evident. So we're at a loss. So here's what I want you to see. This is due to the fact that we're not completely sure about the nature of the problem. So when we talk about spiritual apathy, we we recognize, oh, my desires diminished. But to be honest with you, we're not sure why. We're not sure what the source of that is. And that's part of the problem, because how do we address something that we're not sure about? So that leads us to the third point here I want you to see about you and I being at a loss, and it's this. There is a tendency to downplay the issue. There is a tendency to downplay the issue. And that, my friends, is a human tendency on our part. If we're not sure about it, we're not sure how to approach it, 
then what we'll do is we'll downplay it. And that is especially true when it comes to spiritual things that you and I are wrestling with. Our tendency is to downplay it. So, yes, I'm spiritually apathetic right now. Yes, my desire for the Lord is diminished. Yes, I'm not seeking after the Lord like I once did. But that'll be okay. I'll come around. We don't really need to focus on this issue. And that's where you and I are at today. So that leads us right into our question. So here's the question that we're going to look at today. What is the first step in regaining my desire for the Lord? What is the first step in regaining my desire for the Lord? That's the first question we're going to wrestle with this week. So what I want you to see is, first of all, we're going to talk about two different things. We're going to look at, first of all, what the first step is, and then we're going to talk about something that we need to acknowledge. We're going to talk about what the first step is, look at some things from the scripture, and then we're going to talk about some things that we need to acknowledge if we're going to take that first step. So let's talk about the first step. The first step that you and I need to take is self-examination. Self-examination. So the first thing I want you to see is this. You have to prayerfully look at your walk with the Lord and make note of the problems. You have to prayerfully look at your walk with the Lord and make note of the problems. Now, what that means is this. You really need to take some time out where you're going to turn off the radio, turn off your iPhone or your Android device, turn off the TV, get away from the computer, get alone and talk to God and say, God, here's the situation. I'm apathetic. My desire for you has diminished. I'm not interested. My commitment level is almost zero. What's the problem? Holy Spirit, show me what the issue is. Now, you're going to have to do that sincerely from your heart. If you want to address this and you're not downplaying it, you really need to go to him prayerfully and ask him that, and then you really need to take note of it. You really need to see what it is that he's showing you, and you need to write that down. You need to acknowledge that. And so that's the first thing you need to do is prayerfully acknowledge him. And a scripture to guide you with that would be Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Listen to what the writer says. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Do you see what he's saying there? He's saying, God, search me, show me, even show me my fears. And if there's any wicked way in me, Lord, you show me what they are and show me to the way everlasting. So here's the second thing I want you to see now. The first one is you need to take that time, prayerfully examine your life, take note of those things that there are some problems with. Here's the second one. You have to be honest about the problems and not downplay them. See, if you're sincere and you go to the Holy Spirit in prayer and you say, show me, where is it that I'm tripping up? Where is it that, what is it that I'm doing 
that is causing this issue of apathy, that's causing this diminished desire for the Lord, you've got to, number one, be honest about the problems, and number two, you can't downplay them. And we have a tendency to downplay them. We'll say, oh, well, you know, that's my personality issue. Or, you know, that's something I've always struggled with, and I can't get over that. We make excuses. I remember years ago, somebody in my first church had a gossip problem, and I was talking to another pastor who had been her pastor many years before that, and I was talking about this gossip issue with him, and his response was, oh, yeah, that's her character flaw. That's downplaying it. You and I have that same tendency. When we look at the problems in our lives, we downplay things. So you can't do that. You have to be honest about the problems and not downplay them. And here's the third thing I want you to see. This is this. You have to recognize that you cannot regain your desire for the Lord without him. You have to recognize that you cannot regain your desire for the Lord without him. See, you and I can go to him and say, Lord, give me back the desire of my heart, like David in Psalm 51. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. We can pray that. We can want it. But the reality is, is that desire isn't going to come back unless God gives it to us. In fact, if you notice how David phrases that in Psalm 51, it's a petition to the Lord. You restore to me the joy of my salvation. So as I'm doing this period of self-examination and I'm going to him, I'm asking him, Lord, what are the issues? He's showing them to me. I'm not downplaying them. I'm recognizing that in order for me to regain my desire for him, it has to be his work. It has to be his work. So you say, okay, George, so the first step is self-examination. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. What does that require of me then? Well, that's where we get to this final section in answering this question. We need to acknowledge some things. And to help you to understand the issue of acknowledgement, I want to take us to Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 through 20. This is from the section of the scripture which is known as the letters to the seven churches. And in particular, we're going to focus on the last letter to the church at Laodicea. Now listen to what John writes. He's recording the words of Jesus in this letter to this seventh church. He writes, I know your works, that you're neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot, so then, because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire, that you may be rich and white garments, so that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. Wow, powerful, 
portion of scripture. And from this portion of scripture, we're going to see from this issue of the Laodicean church and what they were dealing with and what Jesus tells them to do, we're going to see four things that you and I need to acknowledge as we go to him and we ask him to show us what the problem is. What's that first step in regaining that desire for him? Here's four things that we need to acknowledge as we look at the scripture that you and I need to deal with if we take that first step. Here's the first one. Acknowledge that you've become useless in your relationship with the Lord. That's the first thing. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. When you and I are in the place of spiritual apathy, and when you and I are in the place where our desire for the Lord has greatly diminished, our commitment levels have dropped, reflecting that diminished desire for the Lord. When you and I are in such a place like that, I'm going to tell you right now, we are not very fruitful. We're not very productive in our relationship with the Lord. We have become virtually useless Our relationship with Christ is going nowhere. And that's exactly what was happening with the church at Laodicea. They were at a point where they were basically useless, where it says that they are neither hot nor cold. Really, to the Laodiceans, they would understand that from the fact that they had to get their water from other places. And by the time it got to Laodicea, it was neither hot nor cold. It was lukewarm and it was useless. So much so that Jesus said, I want to throw you up. I want to spit you out of my mouth. So you and I need to, first of all, if we're going to ask him to show us these things, we need to acknowledge before him, God, I've become useless. I'm not productive in my relationship with you. Here's the second thing. Acknowledge that you've become self-sufficient. Acknowledge that you've become self-sufficient. Like the church at Laodicea, when we get to the place of spiritual apathy, when we get to the place where we no longer desire him in our lives, and it's reflected in our low commitment level, it's because we've gotten to a place where we no longer need the Lord. We can handle it on our own. We've got enough brain power. We've got enough money power. We've got enough strength and enough wisdom on our own to be able to handle whatever life throws at us. Isn't that a joke? Because we don't. But we've arrived at some point where we think that we do have it all. And actually, Jesus points out here in this church of the Laodiceans that they had actually become spiritually blind. They weren't aware of their true condition, which brings us to the third point here. Acknowledge that you have been blind to your true condition. Acknowledge that you've been blind to your true condition. Like the church at Laodicea, they're not, you and I, like the church at Laodicea, you and I are not truly grasping what's going on. And that's what happens when you and I become spiritually apathetic. We are no longer grasping our true condition and our need for Christ, and we're blinded to our true condition. So that brings us to the fourth point. The fourth point we see comes out of this basically offer that Jesus gives them. He counsels them to buy from him gold that's refined in fire, clothes that basically is reflective of the righteousness of Christ, eye salve, so that they can open their eyes. And then he says, look, I'm knocking at the door. I want to enter into this relationship with you. 
Will you open the door to your life? Now, that's not a salvation plea here because he's talking to believers. It's talking about, I want to have an intimate relationship with you. It's up to you to let me come in. So here is the fourth point. Here's the fourth acknowledgement. Acknowledge that the Lord is the only one who can help you. Acknowledge that the Lord is the only one who can help you. That really gets back to what I was sharing with you earlier. You and I need to recognize that we can't regain the desire for the Lord on our own. So here we are. we got to come to a place where we what? Acknowledge, God, I need you. I'm accepting your offer. Come back and be powerful in my relationship with you. That's what we're seeing here. Okay. All right, so here we are. We're wrestling with this spiritual apathy. What's the first step? Well, the first step is self-examination. You've got to take some time out, look at your life in prayer, let the Holy Spirit show you, don't downplay it, and then begin to acknowledge these things to the Lord and ask him, God, help me, help me. That's something that you and I need to do. The Finding Clarity podcast is really that opportunity that we present to you each week to really wrestle with some questions that maybe you're facing or others are facing, but we're trying to provide you with biblical answers, especially during this time when there seems to be a period of spiritual apathy among believers in our country. So, what we're going to do is, is we're going to try to answer your questions, especially we're going to try to answer questions with, that really deal with this whole issue of spiritual apathy over the next few weeks. You say, George, I got some questions. Yeah, I want to deal with this issue. I've got some questions. How do I get them to you? Well, there's several ways that you can get them to us. Number one, if you attend the services here at Kermansville Christian Church, just write it down on a piece of paper, throw it in the offering. The guys will get it to me. Or you can come talk to me personally. And if you, by chance, are listening and you live in our area and you're saying to yourself, well, I don't go to your church. How do I get it to you? Well, we would encourage you to come to a service here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville. Our services start at 1045 it's a come-as-you-are church. You don't need to worry about how you dress, but what you're going to do is you're going to come, you're going to find a church where it's more than just a worship service. It's about the family of God and being there for each other, and we want you to be a part of that. There are other ways that you can get in touch with us. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page. That way you can keep up with what's happening on the podcast through your news feed. But you can also direct message us through the page or right on the wall and we'll see your question. You can also contact us through our webpage, kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact page, fill out the contact form there, submit it, and you'll be able to get your question to us. Next week, we're going to continue on with this whole issue of trying to deal with spiritual apathy, and it kind of builds on what we've talked about today 
And that is this whole period of self-examination. So you begin to see as you're doing the self-examination, the Holy Spirit is revealing to you problems. And some of those problems need to be dealt with. So here's the question that we're going to look at next week. What is the difference between confession and repentance? See, the Bible calls us to both of those, but there is a difference. What is the difference between confession and repentance? Until next week, take care.